Walked into the producer's podcast. This concludes the broadcast. Well-known tone in Richie Bell. It's my fault. I was attempting an actual conversation. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the very first episode of the Producers Podcast. I'm Well-Known Tone, and I'm joined with my co-host, Richie Ballad. Richie, man, what's going on, bro? How you been? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing really good tonight, man. Feeling really good. Um, good. Hey, man, I just want to thank you for joining me on this uh, co-hosting venture on this podcast. Like I said, this is the first episode um, of the Producers Podcast, and I'm really excited to have you on board with me, bro. Hey, I appreciate that, man. I'm very excited to be on board with you, man. It's, it's really, uh, really exciting. Yeah. So, man, like I said, we're we're new to this. Um, I've never done a podcast. Rich, you never done a podcast, have you? Nah, never did a podcast. We never did a podcast, one. right? So, um, and to my knowledge, this is probably one of the first ones for producers, right? From what I from what I've seen, I haven't seen anything out there for producers. So yeah, I would I would guess that this would be the first one. Yeah, I, I can't recall any either. So uh, you guys bear with us. Um, join us um, and uh, check us out. This is going to be a very interesting podcast. We got a lot of great stuff in the future planned for everyone that um, decides to stay tuned and listen with us and and, and join us on this journey. Um, well, I, Richie, I just want to get into a little bit about ourselves so that the listeners out there can get to know us a little bit. Sure. All sure. Right. Um, like I said, I'm well-known tone. Um, I am a home-based recording producer. Um, I am by no means a professional. I don't have any Grammys. I don't have any platinum plaques. I enjoy producing from the luxury of my home, um, mostly as a hobby. Um, I do work with um, you know local artists and artists on the net. Um, I do a lot of my production on the net. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at WellKnownTone23. Same with the Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, Well.K.Tone. Um, and if Richie, if you want to let the people know, you know how they can get a hold of you and a little bit about yourself, that'd be great. Sure, sure. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, I go by the name of Richie Ballot. I am a music producer from New Jersey. I am 33 years old. Um, I've been producing music for about three years now. And um, yeah, I know it's 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 hard to really believe that, but really, I've been doing it since like 2012. I mean, before all that, you know, I was I was rapping, singing, and then you know, working my full time job for like 12 years, which I hate. And um, what I also do is I also do reviews for Machine Masters, um, test you know all the reviews, give my personal opinion, and you know, pretty much give the audience a little bit about the kit and everything like that. Um, and I pretty much stay active on producer groups and forums. Um, I am married with children. I have tons of responsibilities, like a lot of people out there. Um, and I pretty much, I enjoy the music for the simple pleasures, man, to relieve stress and pretty much build a relationship with other artists and producers out there, man. Since I am home all the time, you know, I, I really don't go too many places. So, you know, building relationships online and, and being active on social media really helps out, man. So, I mean, I don't want to get too deep in to you know my personal life and everything like that but that's pretty much about me man so there you have it man that's, that's good to know richie and uh, again man thanks for joining me on this podcast and journey um it's funny that you mentioned machine masters because they are actually one of our sponsors for this podcast um that's machinemasters.com um great site for um any up-and-coming producers even established producers there's a lot of great tutorials there's drum kit reviews as richie was saying um they have contests there's beat battles there's online radio there's a lot of stuff that they have to offer it's a great producer community um producers of all genres are welcome there so check them out that's machinemasters.com 
Now, Richie, um, you mentioned that you have a family, which is actually going to be a little bit about the topic we're going to get into a little later on tonight. Right, right. So um, I also have a family. I um, I'm engaged. I have five kids between my fiance and I. I work full time. I go to school full time. So, uh, you know, finding time to actually sit and do music is always a constant struggle for me. So, uh, Richie, we're going to take a quick music break. And when we come back, we're going to go ahead and dive into that topic. And we're going to um, hopefully give you guys some advice and some tips on how to manage time, manage relationships, um, communicate with um, the people that you have time constraints with. And hopefully we can get you guys on the right path to producing music in a stress-free environment. So stay tuned, enjoy this beat, and we'll be right back, guys. guys welcome back if you're still with us thank you thank you thank you so much um i was just talking with richie earlier about um you know our next topic tonight actually which is um one of the big things amongst home-based uh producers nowadays and it's finding time to to do what you love to do you know when you have kids when you have work when you have school when you have a spouse all these people require your attention and it's really hard to just kind of go down in the studio and spend the time required, you know, to, to perfect your craft or, or get deadlines met or whatever the case may be. So we're going to talk a little bit about tonight from some of our personal experiences. Like we explained in the first segment of the show, we both have families. We both work full time. Um, you know, we both have constraints against us that, um, you know, kind of limit our time in the studio. So, Richie, um, tell me a little bit about your situation. I know you, you're married, you have some kids, you have a family, you work. Um, what are some of the things that, that, you know, you go through as far as getting your time managed and, you know, communicating with your spouse about, you know, what times you want to set aside to go down and, and produce music or work on certain things in the lab? You know, I mean, at times it can be very stressful. So how do you approach these sort of situations, man? Hey, um, I appreciate the question. And, um, and you know, I, I am willing to come up with some suggestions and you know I can relate to a lot of producers out there I understand there is a lot of producers that are in the same boat as myself and I am in the same boat as them um you know I am a busy I am a busy man I do have children I have a wife and um I do work full-time 
And, you know, with that being said, full time, that's about eight, nine hours of your day, you know, just, just at work. So, you know, you got another six hours before you go to bed. So, you know, it only leaves you with a small amount of time to, to be in the studio. You know, you got kids, you got to help them with their homework, you know, you got to help with dinner, cleaning up. And, you know, sometimes it can be, you know, your time can be very limited, you know, especially with what you want to do as far as music production. Yeah, trying to squeeze, trying to squeeze that right. in with everyday life is it, a struggle. It, 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 is, it is a very hard struggle. But, you know, I wouldn't say that it can be done because it is being done. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm doing it and I'm sure there's other people doing it too. Um, so, you know, with that being said, you know, to, to get some time in the studio, I mean, one of my suggestions would be is, you know, to have a schedule and, you know, pretty much list your priorities. And what I mean by that, I mean, if you are like one of the producers that, you know, who are enrolled in school or, you know, like myself has a family and a full-time job, then you're going to want to have an agenda for the day or the week. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to have some type of planner. I mean, even the most successful individuals that I know personally, you know, that has businesses and everything like that, you know, know what they're doing ahead of time. And it saves them time, and it also keeps your head clear from having to find time to make your plans happen. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, you know, you might want to prioritize, you know, make sure that your family family situation is, is intact. You know, make sure that, you know, your responsibility is getting done before you go out and, you know, want to, you know, lay down your tracks or whatever the case may be or, you know, record artists or whatever you whatever you do in the studio. Yeah, because I mean, I mean it's, it, it's really easy to kind of like procrastinate when you're in the lab of things, you know, of your responsibilities. And then, you know, when things don't get done, then it becomes a problem, especially if you have a spouse. You know, right. she, she, I mean, she's definitely going to be on your case if, you know, you're down in the lab so long and then, you know, things around the house or, you know, help. It, it is. It's, not it, it, done. it's definitely very easy to get sidetracked. I mean, you could be down there, you know, making a song. And by the time you even know it, an hour just went past, you know, so it's, it's, it's always hard to keep or track time, you know, track your time when you're in the studio. So it's better just to get your priorities done ahead of time. And also, you know, you want to establish uh, communication with your spouse right. or, you know, your significant other or whoever you're with. I mean, you're going to want to create some type of common ground. And, um, you know, because you're enjoying, you know, producing music and sometimes you get caught up in the moment where you're finding inspiration and you need to get it down. And then, you know, your spouse wants to spend some time with you. I mean, then you're going to have to choose either the studio or the booty. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's and I, I mean, personally, for me, I, I already know what I'm going to choose. I think we all. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I know for sure that, you know, it's going to lead to some type of disagreement. And trust me, um, I had my fair share of disagreements. Yeah, and I mean, you know, when, you, when you're going through disagreements like that, it can also make for a tough time in the lab and kind of stunt your creativity process. Yeah, oh yeah. But, you know, I also have learned, too, that, you know, that my talent, you know, for the music is, is never going to leave me in the span of one night right. with my wife. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm going to give my wife that time. She wants to spend time with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend time with her because I know for a fact that even if I have some type of inspiration that's, you know, in my my bones right now that's you know i need to get it out you know i mean there's other ways to do that instead of just having to run down the studio real quick and just to do that you know because like i said you, you can get you can get really lost in the moment when you're down the studio doing it yeah, so it's, it's really time consuming when you really get in that groove and you're locked in you I mean, you you can look up and like four or five hours have passed and i mean then what what is your spouse doing during that four or five hours she's pretty much waiting on you and then you you yeah. know she's going to be disgruntled and it causes all kind of hecticness and right. you know it's just not a good thing 
And then they're up there thinking, you know, does this person care about the studio more than he cares about me? Or all, you know, that's all you care yeah, about. That, that's, that's a famous line they throw at you. <laughs> yeah, that's all you care about is the studio. That's right. Yeah. You like, but I mean, there's there's other ways to do it. You know what I mean? And you know, you can. I mean, they have music producing apps. You know, everybody has a smartphone these days. Yeah, I mean, so if you don't yeah, have you, one, you can go mobile. Like yep. Five years old. But you know what I mean? Like you got what um, Beatmaker Two. Um, Akai NPC apps. You have uh, what's that other iMachine? Yeah. iMachine app. Yeah, yeah there's I mean, a couple of them out there. Yeah, you can use that to jot your ideas. You know, I mean, you can spend some time with your with your with your uh, spouse and, and lay down some ideas instead of having to go in the studio. You can just jot them down, or you can even hum the tune in inside of a voice recorder. You know what I mean? And then make a side note of what effects or you know what other instruments you have in mind with with that that tune. Yeah, I you know. know I mean? Yeah, I, I know a guy uh, McCall. He's a um, another YouTube producer. He's on Ableton, and that's what he does. You know, that was one of his uh, you know advice things. You know, hum hum a tune or hum a baseline into your phone, and when you get home, you got it right there. Or you know, you might have to wait a day or two. Everybody's got phones these days. You can utilize that to kind of, you know, capture your inspiration if you're not around the lab or if you're out on a date with your wife or something or you're out at Chuck E. Cheese with the kids. You know, you could take that moment, record something into your phone and always have that for later. That way you never lose that inspiration. Of course. And um, I think one of the things, too, is that, um, you know, when you're spending time, well, at least what my, my spouse has told me is, you know, I don't care what you're doing as long as you're around me, you know, or you're close to me. Because sometimes they just want that company. You know what I mean? Like, they might be watching their show, whatever. It could be, um, what's that, a scandal show or whatever shows, reality shows they like these days, you know. Because personally, I don't watch TV. So, I mean, I j- I'll just usually be sitting there, you know, just watching. Not really watching, but just sitting there keeping a the company. Yeah, they just want you know your I mean? presence so, felt. Right. Just, that's pretty much what it is. And then, you know, you could be on your phone and, you know, laying some ideas. But when you're not there, you just you feel invincible. Or you just feel like you're not, you know, you're gone. Like you just, you're never there. Yeah, like you're not even in and, the house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like they're thinking you out somewhere. Right, right. You know? Or you know, they. I mean, a lot of thoughts can go inside of a person's head. And I'm not going to just say a female, but any type of um, person, male or female. Right, right. Something's going to go through their head, you know, thinking that oh, you know, he must be doing something down there or whatever. Like I said, I have my fair share of, of disagreements. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, like I said, I came with a common ground. I, I, you know, pretty much told my wife like, if I go down the studio. You know, just let me know when you want my company. I'll go right up. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, you, you get sidetracked. So you know, sometimes, you know, I got to get a wake up call. and be like, you know, honey, I need you. Come upstairs. You know? Yeah. So, so what, do you, I, I just, what do you think about bringing like your spouse into the studio with you so she can kind of get a glimpse? I know a lot of females are probably not into it as much as we are. Um But, you know, bringing them down to the studio, seeing what you're into, seeing your process, your workflow. So they can see actually what all goes into, you know, creating a track and how time consuming it can be. Maybe that and, and, that could be and, a, and, a way they can understand so that next time you do go down there, they know what to expect. And it's funny you say that because, you know, a few months back, um, I had mentioned that suggestion to my wife. And um, I, I actually bought a, uh, a sofa down into my studio so she can, you know, sit there, be comfortable, you know, or whatever she wants to be on her phone or, you know, and, and she would come down, spend some time with me down here. Not not too often, but she, you know, she will. Right, right. And, and it, it feels good, but like I said, I'm I'm 
in my in my mode, you know, in my vibe, and you know, she's there. So it's like sometimes yeah, they, they get bored it, after a while. It, it does, and then be like, ah, this is what he does. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah. Go back upstairs. That's one way. To, that's, <laughs> that's another way to keep them out of there, though. They know it's going to be bored <laughs> if, they're, yeah. if they're not into it. You know, they're they're not going to stick around too long. You know I mean, it's like it's like somebody playing video games all day. You Absolutely. Know I mean? Like if, if they're not into video games. Yeah, then, my kids. You know, that's all they do all day. I can't sit in a room with them more than five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, so I mean, it's it's. I wouldn't even just say producer life. I would say it with any hobby. Absolutely. You know, we just video games or, you know, collecting cards. I, I, whatever you do, you know what I mean? It, it could be anything. Yeah. And you know? I mean, you know, not just with your spouse, your kids too, man, because they require time. And, you know, yes. you got to sit the little ones down and let them know that, hey, daddy or mommy, this is what we do. You know, this is, you know, something I enjoy doing. Um, you know, maybe one day I can pass these on, you know this equipment down to you if you want to come down and you know watch how I use this and maybe pick up on some things you're more than welcome I think that's a good way to get you know your, your kids involved you know and and still create a time to spend together and, and that's one of the good things too um, music is is diverse and it's a very good you know positive you know activity for the kids to you know get into um, you know but my, my son you know I have kids kids you know what I mean I have few kids so you know a lot of them have different characters some are not really into, into music yeah, they just yeah. they like doing my, their own thing but i do have you know my one son that comes down and you know he likes to play on the piano and you know tap on the pads and you know he likes to get involved whatever i do he likes doing so right. i have to make sure i set the example for him so i just show him that you know this is, there's nothing bad about making music and it's positive and you know it's, it's another way to bond with your child too absolutely um so, uh, while while I'm doing the music, you know. Yep. So yeah. so communication is key when talking to your family and, and you know managing your time with your hobby or you know this could be your job. You know some uh, family members are not understanding even if you are getting paid through this. They some family members may be a little more understanding if you are getting paid through this. Sometimes financial reasons is a big burden why spouses or other family members do not want you in the studio so long well i mean it's true i mean if you if you are you know in the music game and you are making money then you're probably probably going to be well off you're, you're probably not going to get in too much disagreements because now it's not no i mean it's no longer a hobby you know it's it's a profession it's a career so if you're making money i don't think you know they're really going to complain yeah, too much there, there kind of has to be a level of understanding but some may take advantage of it of, oh you work at home and you know they're going to be expecting to be spending more time with you since you are home exactly yeah if, i mean if you are a home-based recording artist or producer right that's i mean that's a good point like if you're doing it for eight hours a day like a full-time job it's hard to you know tap that into your mind like okay he's home all day you know what I mean? But they're not really understanding that this is work. I mean, I mean, personally, I'm not getting paid right now to be doing music. You know, I, I get paid my full-time job. So, you know, my full-time job is very demanding too. Sometimes I have to pull overtime and things like that. And she understands that because, you know, that's my job. That's, that's, that's the bread winning, yeah. you know, yeah. that that's bringing in the income. So she's not going to complain about that. You know what I mean? So yeah, if I'm not home for eight, nine hours a day, but you're you making know, that gonna, money. Right, I'm making that money because it's it's a necessity. I have to do it, you know. But music right now, since I'm not making money, it's not it's not a necessity. It's yeah. something that I want to do. And right there, that that that's where the balance has to come in because you know she's going to be like, oh, you're at work all day, but now you want to do this, and you're you're trying to say that you're trying to make this a a career and you're trying to build it up, but they're not seeing it like that because no money coming in yet. Right. So you know um, I mean? aside from managing your time, 
um, manage your priorities with your music production. Um, if this is something that you do want to hopefully make a lucrative thing, you know, research ways to make money off of it. Research ways to get your beats out there for people to purchase. Re you know, research ways to sell sounds if you're a sound designer in the studio. You know what I mean? Find ways to get paid and that may, you know, lighten the load and, and make it a little less stressful for you as well. Yeah, I mean, you got to you got to try to I mean, if you don't have a full time job and you're just a student at school or, you know, you may be a, a younger type of cat that, um, you know, that's living home with the parents. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, you have no choice because, you know, you're not an adult yet. So you have to stay home with your parents. Yeah, I kind of wish I started producing back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying, bro. Yeah. Um, but if you know, if you're one of them type of type of cats, you know, I mean, you you have enough flexibility in your life to to make money from the jump, you know what I'm saying? As far as you know, for for us, you know, who have you know, family and those type of responsibilities, we don't have that luxury right now. We're we're fighting for our time. Uh, eventually, like like you said, well known, um, you know, there's a lot of different avenues to make money with music. I mean, yeah. not just not just with artists, but you know, with corporations like commercials um hollywood oh yeah there's, um, there's, you get to music licensing you can make kits sound kits like you said sound designing managing um, other artists oh yeah you can do mixing mastering engineer yeah you could do consultant work uh intern earn, internships to um, big labels a and r i mean there's so many different avenues with music i mean you just have to read up on it and you know educate yourself with with the music and and pursue it and yeah, exactly. You know, Pursue as well. Yeah, that's a good way to you know kind of take a little bit of the load off your shoulders when it comes to you know your family cracking down on you about spending time with them. You know, if you can throw you know some financial into it or get some financial out of it, you know, I guarantee you know you're probably gonna catch a lot less flack when you're bringing home a check from your music. You know, they might say, oh, that five hours down in the studio paid off. Maybe it's not a bad thing you could do go down there. You know, they might be yeah, they I mean, might be pushing you down there. <laughs> I mean, look, money sways everything, Absolutely. man. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like once you start flashing that green, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, things change. People's, you know, people, uh, people start thinking differently. Yeah, so, okay, so we got he's making money from it. So I'm, I'm gonna let him do his thing. So we got managing your time, communication, and mm -hmm. finding ways to make your craft lucrative. Um, so far, those are the three things I would suggest to any producer that's, um, you know, doing music from home. Um. You know, and, you know, and it's just not the spouse and the family that are um, hurdles in our life when we're trying to do this. You know, we all have some of us have full time jobs. Some of us are in school. Some of us take care of, uh, you know, our grandparents. We have other obligations that we must tend to that doesn't, you know, allow us all the time in the world to be in the studio. Um, I know I can speak from personal experience because I school full time. I work full time. And, um, you know, like you mentioned earlier, Richie, one of the biggest things for me was managing my time and understanding what was a priority to me. Um, you know, there was a lot of nights when I would be studying and I just want to shut the book and go into the lab and, and start, you know, doing what I do. But you got to fight that urge and, and focus on what is a priority to you. For me, school was a priority for me because, you know, with when I graduate and I get into the field that I'm pursuing, that will you know, enable me to work less hours, make more money, and that will free up more time for me to spend with my family and be in the studio. So that's why 
school is very important for me and I stay focused on that and I make that a priority. And then, you know, also if I make that a priority and the sooner I get, you know, my schoolwork done or I get my assignments turned in, I'm also freeing up more time to, you know, either spend with the fam or, or come and hit the lab up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, that was one of the biggest things I struggled with. Um, you know, well, I'm still struggling with, I'm still in school and I, you know, I, it, it tempts me all the time, you know, when I'm studying and I have that downtime and I just, and it, you know, normally I study and, and do music in the same space. So it's like right there tempting me almost all the time. So, yeah, I get the itch every, every, every now and then where, you know, I, I could be super busy or I'm just even at work and I'm like, man, I wish I was in the studio right now. I was like, man, I could, I, I want to be in the studio right now. And I, I guess it's just the passion, you know, just the, the passion inside us that, you know, our creativity level is just so high that, you know, it, it requires to be in the studio at all times. Right, right. But then, you know, our passion for our family requires us to spend time with them also, you know, and, and to raise a family and to, and to build your family, you have to spend time with them. And, you know, you have to create that balance between, you know, your family life or whatever responsibilities you have and, you know, in your hobbies. Absolutely. It doesn't, doesn't have to be, it does doesn't have to be music producing. It could be rapping or writing lyrics or, you know, um, if you're one of them guys that are heavily into sports and all you do is practice, practice, or, you know, you swing club, tennis club, chess club. I don't, I don't know what you guys do, but whatever it is you do and you, you and you're focusing on your time on that, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. You know what I mean? You have to find balance in some, you know, somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, another thing I would say to our producer listeners is, um, you know, make sure you're productive when you're in the lab. You know what I mean? If you're just going yeah, down there definitely. for four or five hours, just kind of fiddling around, going through all your drum kits and playing with your plugins, then maybe, you know, you shouldn't be down there. I mean, if you're down there and you're, you know, actually working with a, um, you know, an effective and, you know, um, great workflow to that that gets you done quicker then i think that's more of a productive way to be in the studio and spend your time down there but i mean and i'm glad I'm, and i'm glad you brought that up because that is very important i mean how you spend your time in the studio is very important absolutely especially you know if you have some type of goal for yourself and you know if you're going down there you know like you said filling around and messing with plugins or you know making a loop track you know you're not you're not really being productive and you're not being really creative right. you're just down there you know especially you know because we're talking about this topic with you know balancing time with family and and studio time you want to try to get as much out as you can you want to get as much creative process out into your into your uh, studio and and lay it all out without having to say you know what man I spent four hours in the studio and I didn't get nothing done. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's yeah. that's a shameful feeling. And, and 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 when I come down here, I don't waste too much time. I, I'm not on Facebook, you know, I'm not checking my messages, I'm not texting. All that stuff gets shut down. Right, right. Um I'm i I'm down there, I'm playing the keys. If if I if like I said, if I get that that Jones in my bones where, you know, I got some type of inspiration hitting me, I'm playing the keys. Yeah. And I'm gonna play it and I'm gonna perfect it and I'm gonna lay it out. And that's it. I just might go down there just to lay it out on a, uh one one little single on uh, track. And that's it. And I go back upstairs. Spend some time with my family. When I find it another time, I come right back down again. And I say, you know, I got another you know, thing. So it, it doesn't really have to be an hour down there. You could spend 20 minutes down there yeah, go back, yeah. come back down again later and then lay another one down because 
you know, once you, once you start, you know, figuring out what type of schedule you have and, you know, how you could do things and you come up with some type of plan and some type of process that you can, um, lay your tracks down easy, then, you know, it, it won't be a problem yeah, anymore. Per, you know what I'm saying? Perfect just, your workflow. Yeah. Just that's pretty much what it is. You just perfect that, you know, go, you down, know, go down, go down there with a plan. You know, don't go down there trying to learn as you go. That will definitely, definitely drain your time down there and you will be unproductive in the studio. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, to be honest with you, most of, I'm not really in the studio laying tracks that much. I'm actually laying most of my music down on my, my producer apps. On your mobile, yeah. Yeah, on my mobile phone. Like, I'll be at work on my 30-minute lunch break or, you know, on my hour lunch break, whatever, whatever, how long I'll be, you know, how long I get, whatever, you know, I just, I lay my music down right there. You know, everything is export, import MIDI. Um, they got the same sounds. It might not be the sounds I like on my uh, phone, but you could just import, export MIDI right into your um, DAW and boom, just change the sounds right. and you're good to go. As long as you get your you know, creativity or your inspiration down, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. And most of my, most of my stuff is, is laid out. I mean, I had the same samples, all my samples I import into iTunes right into my phone so I can listen to them. On my way to work, right? I just play in my car. I'm like, yo, this is dope. I know what I'm going to take. Doom, doom, doom. I take them. Um, I pick the sample I'm going to um, take, and um, I get into my app. I cut them, chop them. That's it. When I get to back home to the studio, I already got it planned out. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to the studio. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lay it out, just like I had it on my app. And I'm going to just. I might, you know, arrange it differently, but at least you know all of my work is done yeah and that, that's a very good way to um you know improve your workflow richie like when you especially if you're a sample based producer and like you have tons and tons of samples to go through the last thing you want to do is sit down in the studio and run you know three hours just looking for a sample you know if you have um, free time during the day on the train or on the bus or like you said richie on your way to work in the car play your samples that way you know exactly what you're going to be working with next time you go in the studio and you're not wasting that time searching for your sample yeah, I mean, I have an hour drive to work, there you, you know, go. so I have a I have a very long commute. So playing samples is 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 nothing but a hobby to me now. Yeah, you know, so I already know what I have ahead of you know ahead of time. Yep, yep. You know, and you know, just laying that out and and you know, the I mean, the real truth of the matter is that it's not what you lay out. It's really prepping your time in the studio. That's, that's what takes the longest prepping everything, right? setting everything up, you know, having all your chops set up and everything like that before you even lay it out. Right. I mean, I think that's, that's what's time consuming is, is the preparation, you know, for, for your music production. Yeah, and as, as you familiar, familiar, familiarize yourself with um, your hardware or software, you know, that process does tend to um, speed it up a bit. Right. And, and, you know, if you, if you're uh, one of those new producers, you know, that wants to find a hobby and, you know, you have a family and all that stuff and you don't know anything about music and, you know, you're just trying to learn everything. Learn that. Try not to lay out any tracks down yet. Try to learn what these programs do, you know, what the effects does and, you know, learn what you're about your mixer and how to route channels. You, you're going to you're going to want to do that stuff because you don't want to spend most of your time in the studio trying to figure it out. Figure out your gear, and then yeah. by the time. Yeah, by the time you figure it out, your studio time is up, it's bro. Done, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and it, you know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you know, spend time now with your family. Yeah, you know? it's a good, it's a good thing to get into, you know, as far as working efficiently in the studio. Because if you do, you know, um, take it to the next level and start doing, you know, gigs for art of the artist, and you, you, they're paying for studio time. You got to be that producer that's in there and is able to get stuff done. Because and I'm glad, you know, you're yeah. on somebody else's dime now. 
Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up too because um, I have worked with artists in the past, and um, you know, I came out with a full mixtape, worked three you know straight months making this mixtape with this artist. And one of the things that I made sure that I did before he got there was prep everything. I made sure the mic was on. I let the mic run for a little bit, you know, because I got two mics and everything like that. Make sure the preamp, make sure the program was run, make sure the tracks, you know, everything was set up so that when he got here or whoever got here, you know, all he had to do was go on the mic and do his thing. Yes, yes. That is that is some great, great advice for any producer out there that is recording at home. I can speak from personal experience. When I first started doing this and I had artists coming over to you know my lab, I, I would just go in there. I'd turn on the computer as they walked in the lab with me, and then they're sitting there for 35 minutes or whatever waiting for me to get set up. You know what I mean? And then yeah. later on down the road, I realized you know, that's not good work ethic. You know, I got these dudes in here who are supposed to be paying me, and they're paying me you know, watching me set up mics and everything. Definitely be prepared if you're working with other artists. You know, have everything clean, have everything comfortable, turned on, make sure everything is working, you know, do some sound and, checks and get everything and, right for the artist for when they walk into your studio. Like I said, man, preparation is very important. And another thing too is that um another thing that is very helpful, you know, with these DAWs and, you know, with a lot of the interfaces that are out now is they have um um settings that you can save the settings. So if you have a, a special artist or a certain artist that comes over and they have a special tone in their voice and you have the, the mic pre and, and you know, different effects set up for them because it sounds good with them, you can save that effects um, channel, you know, and, and save it as under their name so that when they, you know, come back to the studio, you know, all you gotta do is open it up and load that file and then their settings will come right up. Absolutely. You know, and you could do that with any different artist. So, you know, there's there's ways that you can save time so you don't have to go and find everything again. Yes, perfect. You know, yep. and you want to keep or you know, keep yourself organized because I, I had to learn the hard way and I wanted to make sure that we worked fast and efficiently in the studio because you know, we didn't want to lose our vibe, you know, we didn't want to lose that inspiration that we had right at that given moment. Yeah, that's important too. So yeah. so we wanted to make sure that we were very organized and well prepped before we even went into a session. I mean, geez, man, three months I felt like Kanye West. Yep. I mean, I wasn't leaving the basement. You know, I would spend four four good hours a night recording an artist, but it got so fast after, you know, we learned that we could save settings and, you know, we could just, when before that artist got here, I, I had everything up and running. So, boom, we just knocked it out and it turned from four hours to two hours. So we were knocking out three tracks in two hours right. that fast. And, you know, as, 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 more, as more we got into it, you know, I start learning what other things in the DAW did, you know, punching in, punching out, you know, vocals and everything like that. So, you know, it made things a lot easier. Right, right, right. A lot smoother when it came to, you know, working with artists. And that's just another type of uh, level of music production. I mean, but you got, you know, I guess most of the people in our group, you know, and shout out to the Machine Pad, our, our new group. Facebook. Facebook. Yep. yep. Right. Yeah. And, um, and shout out to all our members too, man. They're great. Yeah, it's growing rapidly um, too. Yeah, and you know, a lot of them. I'm not sure if they record artists, but I know a lot of them do. As you know, making beats and everything like that. So and now, Richie. I mean, that's we, we actually spoke to those those group members about this very topic, and a lot of them chimed in with things they had to say. Before I jump into that, though, we're gonna go ahead and um, pull up some of the posts and everything, and, and uh, read off what some of these guys had to say. You hit the nail okay. on the head with the organization, man. I just want to throw this in there. You know, um. A, a lot of people have a lot of sounds and a lot of things on their computer or, you know, in their studio to go through. 
you know, like um, I know me, I was a victim, man. <laughs> I was I, <laughs> I used to collect drum kits like nobody's business. You know what I mean? And I just have yeah, so many of them. I mean, gigs and gigs and gigs and gigs full. You know what I mean? And going through them, just like with the samples, man, you, you got to know what is what and what is where, you know, so keep your files organized know what you're going to use, know exactly where it is, you know, organize it, come up with an organizational system that's going to be good for you so that you can go in there and grab what you need and you know exactly where it's at. You're not searching your hard drive. You're not pulling out external hard drives from the closet looking for one kick. You know what I mean? So stay, right. stay, keep your sounds organized. Keep your, your VST plugins organized. Keep your external equipment organized. Make sure, you know, if you do have an artist coming over for a session, you have the right equipment set up for that artist. You know what I mean? If you know you're going to be using a certain sort of mic, have that mic ready. If you know you're not going to be using the machine, you're going to be using the MPC, have that hooked up. You know what I mean? Be, yes, be prepared definitely. with your equipment and your sounds. You know, so we got communication, managing your time, preparation organization um did i miss anything um I, I i guess you pretty much narrowed it down but i just wanted to add on to the organization part right there um, oh yeah as as far as you know because i i over the course of the years you know i collected a lot of sounds and kits myself but i always find you know that i always have the same drums that i go to like i have my go-to files you know what I mean? And you might want to do that. You know, having too much sounds and too much kits is kind of overwhelming and right, overbearing. Right. You're not going to, you know, you, you don't want to spend a lot of your time trying to figure out what sounds you're going to go to. So you might want to back some of the sounds up in the external hard drive and keep them away where, you know, you're not going to look in them or you're not getting tempted to go into that file unless you really need to. Right. right. You know, and, you know, you might want to store that away. And I, I noticed I stored a lot of sounds and kits. Yeah. And, and I'm, plus, like, have, I'm, have, I'm so Having too many sounds, um, you know, is not a good way to create your sound. Nah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, because you, yeah, you're, I don't. you're using all kind of sounds and every time you come in, you're sounding totally different. I'm not saying, you know, don't evolve. Don't add variation. What I'm saying is, you know, don't add too much. Don't go from, you know, being having one sound to completely turning the road and having another sound by using so many different sound kits or sound fonts or vsts that that it takes you from being a boom bap producer to being like a, a super spaceship producer you know all from in yeah between true. one track you know what i mean right so, right and, and that's that's a good point too yeah you don't want to minimize your you know, sounds, mingle sounds. Yeah, that, yeah. that helps you find your own personal sound by just limiting your sounds to a small cluster and, and sticking with those you know what i mean you can use the other sounds for a slow evolution because you do have to change as a producer. You have to change with the times and things like that. So, you know, keep those sounds around, but you don't need them on deck 24-7. So just keep it. No, nah, you definitely don't. You know what I mean? And it, it saves hard drive space too, Absolutely. man. So, you know, it frees up all that space so your computer can run a little bit better. You need all the space we can get. Right. And, you know, just if you're going to produce a song, just, you know, have your go-to kits. And if you need something or you have that time of day where you can just go through some of your kits and, you know, discover new sounds, that's cool. But you don't want to discover new sounds while you're making the song. I mean, it's just it's not it's not productive at all. Like in, in my opinion, anyway, you know, just to go through loads and loads of sounds and you lose your inspiration because you were just going through like thousands of kicks, you know, trying to find that right kick. And then you're going through thousands of snares trying to find that right snare. And, you know, by the time you get back to the beat, you done lost your inspiration. Absolutely. 
So you might want to have a go-to kit that you can go to right then and there, finish the song, and then go and change the sounds later. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's pretty much what I'm saying. And get to know your sounds. You know what I mean? If you're exactly if you're say like Richie, like if you're commuting to work and you got you know you got some creative flow going through you and you're, you're starting to build a beat in your mind. Then, you know, you're going to start mentally imaging your hard drive and knowing and picking out what sounds you want to use before you even get in the studio. So familiarize yourself with your sounds so that you know exactly what you want to use when you get in there. Exactly. Exactly. You know, don't go in there trying to scam through a a brand new drum kit. (laughs) You know, I mean, not saying that that's not good, but I mean, if you want to minimize your time in the studio and make your workflow workflow more efficient, that is, you know probably a good way to start definitely absolutely i'm with you so richie man i know you've been talking to some of the guys within the facebook group about this topic i'm going through some of the comments right now and it seems like you know a lot of these guys in here um are dealing with family and work and school um and and you know there's 155 comments on this topic here man and (laughs) yeah i mean like a like, yeah, man, I, they could relate. Yeah, <laughs> we could relate to them. Yeah. I mean, there's one guy in particular that I, I mean, I was just laughing when I was, you know, reading some of the, the comments and everything like that. And it's my man, Chris Anderson from D.C., man. Um, you know, shout out to yeah, him. Shout man. out to He's Chris. Dude. Yeah. And, um, you know, he he has, you know, a family. He's married. You know, he works and, you know, he likes to be in the studio. He actually I think he actually has two studios, you know. OK. Um one in his home and I think um, one in another location, I'm not sure where it's at, but um, you know, he told me that, you know, he pretty has, he pretty much doesn't have a social life at all. And, you know, he said he was happy with that, you know? Um, but he, you know, he likes to spend time with his kids, you know, um, you know, I, I guess he attends church and everything like that, you know, I mean, he's a family man, right? but you know, he struggles also with um, trying to juggle time with, with, with the studio and everything like that. And one of the things he mentioned too was, and like I said earlier, is you know, getting your kids involved with it too. You know, have them sit on your lap, you know, play play with the instruments and, you know, get involved. You know, kids love that. They just want to be involved. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you do. You know, you can be in the kitchen floor, rolling a ball on the floor, it doesn't matter. As long as they're having fun and they're involved, you know, that's all that matters to the job. Absolutely. You know, the memories You're killing two birds with one I stone mean, there. And, you know, yeah, and you got them in the yeah, studio with you, you get done what you got to get done and still kick it with the kids. Right. Right. And, um, you know, and I, and I felt for him, you know, when he said that he said he doesn't really get in too much disagreements with, you know, with the with the with his spouse and everything like that, because, you know, he, she understands and everything like that. But, you know, like he said, too, he likes to sketch out his um, ideas on either the I'm a machine and beat maker, too. And, um, you know, it, 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 you know, quickens up his workflow. You know, so he's not really wasting too much time. Right, right, right. And he can spend time with his family. So, you know, that's the, you know, shout out to Chris Anderson, man. And then, um, um, you know, thank you for your, your comments and everything like that, man. And you know, hopefully, this will help other producers, you know, you know, you know, conquer this 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 problem that we're having. Yeah, absolutely. Struggle, yeah, absolutely. You know, trying to balance time. You know, I was going through some of the uh, stuff on here, and one of the things that jumped out at me was uh, from one of the members, Travis Nelson. Shout out to that dude. And uh, what he said was he, he yeah, shout out Travis man yeah he he does some of his best work when everyone is asleep. Now I know you and I have talked about yeah, I know you and I have talked about this off air, Richie, and um, this could be another thing to help you you know with, with managing your time in a studio is sacrifice. You know mm-hmm. if you're the type of dude that can stay up long hours, um, th- then that might be the best thing. I know that um, 
that's how I used to do it. You know, when, when I was not working and, you know, I used to stay home with the baby. I was a stay home dad. And, you know, the wifey, she was working. I waited till everyone was asleep and I was able to get in there. That way I was ensured that I wasn't going to be interrupted. I was able to focus and I had, you know, depending on how much time sleep I wanted to lose, I had time to get done what I wanted to get done. You know what I mean? But being that I was a stay at home dad, sleep wasn't a priority to me because I'm home. I'm not having to get up and go to work, go to school or do anything. You know, I'm going to be around the house so I can pretty much relax when I need to. So that for me worked in the beginning for me. But then once obviously I went back to work and school, sleep is essential. <laughs> Right, right. You know what I mean, these 70 hour, 60, 70 hour weeks, you know, you definitely got to have your sleep. So right now for me, sacrificing sleep is not the best thing. But for someone else out there, that may be an option. And and shout out to uh, Travis Nelson again for bringing that up. Yeah. And um, and another one, too, that jumped out me um, was a comment from Kai Mackey. Yeah, Kai Mackey. Uh, shout out to him. Um, he's a single dad. And uh, he said that, you know, he has an eight year old and, you know, he works and you know when he's coming off his eight hour shift and everything like that you know he has to cook and his time is very limited because now all the responsibilities is on him right you know what right. I mean? he has no one else to you know cut in half you know or come you know come in the middle and you know and help with that so you know he's he's a full-time dad and and, a, and, a full, and has a full-time job so you know shout out to him for that and you know one of the things that i guess you know like he has sacrificed too and like you said, you know, you got to sacrifice it, you know, what you're doing. So I guess, you know, he would uh, do music production while, you know, either his child is sleeping or, you know, little moments. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, shout out yeah, to him little, for, you know, holding it down on the dolo level. You know I mean? I, that's got to be a whole nother, you know, situation on itself. Just, uh, you know, being able to find time and, you know, take care of the child on your own and work. You know what I mean? It's really like. You know, you, you don't have that spouse to kind of, you know, free up some time for you by taking over the kids and everything like that. So, I mean, you know, right, cause now, 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 you you know, you're 100 percent responsible. Right, exactly. So it's like, you know, you, you, I can. Phew, I mean, I feel for him because I can't relate to that. Yeah, you know I mean, what I'm saying? Cause, you know, I'm not a single father. I mean, and shout out to the single mothers, too. Right, you yeah. know, if you're if you are a producer as well, you know, shout out to you, too, because, you know, it's got to be hard. It's definitely got to be yeah, hard, you know, yeah. just to handle that. And, um, you know, I, I, I did give some advice to him and, you know, and pretty much like what Travis Nelson said, you know, sacrifice, you know, sleep for your studio time. Right. And, you know, while your child's sleeping, you know, you can get up in the studio or, you know, like like we said, you know, get your child involved and everything like that. So, you know, I, I guess that, you know, that would help. I mean, it's pretty much easy, easy suggestions, but they're suggestions and, you know, they can help. Absolutely. Yo, salute to Kai, man. Salute to Kai Mackey, single dad level out here doing things. That's what we like to see, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, Richie, there's 155 comments in here and, you know, people are just responding. The love that we're getting in here, you know, um, leading up to the podcast is just tremendous. And I just want to send a fat shout out to everybody you know, that's supporting this co uh, podcast before it, the first episode even dropped. You know what I'm saying? We we kind of just let a few people know and it kind of spread like a little mini wildfire and people are responding to our questions that we would like to, you know, um, have on the show with, with just great, great, great response. Yeah, definitely, man. And um, shout out to all the members, man. Actually took the time to comment 
and to actually give a couple suggestions and, you know, and, and we're happy that, you know, we're able to come out and help you, you know, and, and try to figure out ways to, you know, make your life a little easier in the studio. Yeah, definitely hope somebody, you know, takes something from uh, the little bit of knowledge that we were able to spread tonight on this podcast. And, um, you know, I just want to say thank you, Richie, for joining me again. You know what I mean? This is, um, you know, a, a very triumphant journey for not only me, but you as well with this podcast, yes. because I know that, you know, you're very passionate about, you know, spreading knowledge with, to the producer community and I as well. And, um, you know, to have you along board with me on this is, is just a great thing. And, you know, I'm looking forward to many more episodes. I feel good about the first episode. Uh, how do you feel, man? Def definitely looking forward to, to more podcast episodes. Um, and like you said, man, I really do enjoy helping a lot of members, a lot of producers out there, man. Um, it keeps me going, man. It keeps me involved. It keeps me focused. You know, so I don't lose track of, you know, what I'm doing as well. You know, it always keeps me in the game and, you know, and building these relationships with these members, man, is it, just, it's, it's just a great feeling. Absolutely. You know, I, I really do feel like sometimes it's like family. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I mean, there's going to be disagreements. You know, some people post videos. I post videos and, you know, I don't take things to heart, man. You know, constructive criticism is, is, is not always a bad thing. And, you know, some people... You know, our, some of the members are experienced. Some of them have placements. Some of them, you know, are very experienced um, producers and they have a lot of knowledge. So I'm always willing to learn as well. And, um, you know, I'm always looking for help or new ideas, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, but, you know, I do enjoy helping them, man. And shout out to all the members, man. I love them Absolutely. all, man. Absolutely. And aside from the Facebook group, um, one of my favorite um, communities is MachineMasters.com. For producers, um, like I was saying in the beginning of the show, Richie, um, there's a lot of great stuff going on over there. Um, when I first got into producing, that's pretty much the landing pad of where I started at. You know, it, um, before they even became a website, when they were just doing videos on YouTube. You know what I mean? Right. I, I remember that. I remember yeah. uh, when I first bought my machine. That was in 2012, mm -hmm. and I joined. I believe it was around November, December 2012. Yeah. It just right when the when the website had opened up. Right had joined at the time, I believe it was free. And, um, you know, I got into it, start watching a little bit of the videos and everything like that. And it was mostly, you know, meeting the members and then doing the battles. And, you know, I remember a couple of cats winning the battles. I was trying hard to catch up with them. Yeah, those battles get kind of crazy sometimes, man. When we yeah. get people in there. Yeah, those are fun, man. So, I mean, if you guys are into, you know, beat battling and everything, machinemasters.com. Any I'll be, I'll be. I'll be real, man. It, it was because of them battles that really got my game up because I said, you know what? they It, it really inspired me, yeah. man. Them battles definitely inspired me. Yeah, you got other people, you know, that are surrounding you, inspiring you. Um, you know, you're, you're trying to set the bar. You know, you're going against others, and it brings out only the best in you. So, I mean, if you're an up-and-coming producer and that's something you're into, definitely check them out. Um, you know, not only do they have beat battles, you know, there's – there's a great forum over there, you know, to where you guys can just go in and, you know, kind of link up and network with other producers. If you're into networking, that's a great place to, to I wouldn't just say start, but a great place to just be, period. If you want right. to just network with other producers, you know, and, you know, learn about other machines and uh, hardware <laughs> and DAWs and techniques, mixing and mastering techniques, um, different genres, you know, uh, 
just yeah, there's, there's, there's everything for you guys, man. I mean, they even have placement opportunities now. I mean, even the battles, you know, are sponsored. You know, you can win kits and lifetime memberships to, to websites and, and, you know, you got reviews and you got free kits and you got sample um, pack Saturday, which I really love. You know, I'm on that site every Saturday, you know, downloading my sample packs, man. Right. And, um, you know, shout out to Vintage. Yeah, Vintage you know. Blast, my dude, man. He's a sample pack king. Every Saturday, Machine Masters unleashes a new sample pack for free for members to download and chop and and do whatever they do with it. It's a good way to stay sharp. Um Definitely check that out. Um, again, shout out to our sponsors, MachineMasters.com. At the end of this um, podcast, Richie and I are going to have some more contact info for you guys so you guys can get a hold of us through the podcast so you guys can follow us wherever we are skating around on the net at. You know what I mean? We're going to have tons of that for you. Um, we're going to give you guys some information on some up-and-coming contests we have in store for you. So, um, Richie, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for rocking with me, man. I definitely appreciate it. Can't wait for the next one, man. These guys, um, they, they got a lot of treats coming their way, man. Anything you want to say yeah, to no the listeners doubt. before we go ahead and sign out of here? Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, it's a pleasure, you know, working with you, man, and, and being on this podcast. And um, and I do want to say, um, if you guys ever want to try to reach me, you know, um, you can get me at my email at richieproductions at yahoo.com. Uh, check me out on Facebook, Richie Ballot. Um, same as Instagram, Richie Ballot, and uh, SoundCloud, Richie Ballot, um, and also on Machine Masters, Richie Ballot. No doubt, definitely, and, definitely check them out, man. And now, um, is it okay for artists, other artists, to hit you up, man? Yeah, anybody can hit awesome, me up, man. Awesome. You know what I mean? Great. Or I can be producers, artists, or just you know whatever. If you have a question about anything, just hit me no up. No doubt, man. And I, I can vouch for the homie. The dude knows his stuff. The dude's got some heat. So if you're an up and coming producer that that needs a little, you know, knowledge. Likewise, likewise, man. Likewise. Now, you know, <laughs> hit my dude up. If you're an artist out there looking for some heat, hit my man up. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're gonna go ahead and take it on out of here. Um, enjoy the music break. Again, guys, um, be sure to check out the next episode, and we will catch up with you guys on the next one. Yeah, for sure, man. Much love to everybody, man. Thank you. Peace. listening to this episode of the producers podcast be sure to follow us on twitter at producers podcast with no t or you can email us at producers podcast with a t at gmail.com thanks for tuning in guys and be on the lookout for the next episode